this show is entirely listener supported. That's you. You're a listener. If you want to support the show and find out how to get bonus content and early episodes and monthly video hangouts with me and Jeff, you can head to patreon.com slash we have concerns. Infinity War 2, electric fucking boogaloo Yeah. this Christmas. Because they'll still be making money this Christmas. That's true. Anyway, this is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, Concerned Citizens. Hey, Anthony, I want to tell you uh, something. I don't know if you know about me, but- my- I try not to. Yeah. Well, even if you knew, you probably forgotten at this point because yeah. you don't pay attention. Uh, my first job, my very first job- And again, this is going to step right into you with a joke about my age. But my first job ever at 14 was writing for a newspaper. Mm -hmm. Newspapers were these things that used to exist uh, that delivered to people's houses or on paper. Great. Um, I, I, that was my very first job. I was a writer, professional writer for Mm -hmm. the newspaper. I had a weekly column. I reviewed video games. We got 14 years old. And in the process of doing that job, I basically learned how to write. I learned how to structure things. I remember- Can you imagine waiting for a weekly column in a newspaper to come out to find out what's happening in video games? Right, Can you fucking imagine that? No one knew. For (laughs) six days, it was a big mystery. Somebody's like, somebody like every, like- is just waiting, counting down for six days, just like, oh boy, I can't wait to find out the latest about video games oh, yeah. next Thursday. Yeah. I hope there's gaming a video monthly. game. When Electronic Gaming Monthly, I, I got a subscription to that, and it was just like, oh wow, look at that. Video games out. every month. Yeah, look at that. What a novel uh, idea. I know, crazy, right? Um, but I basically, I, I learned how to write professionally. I learned what the rules of grammar were, of how to structure things. Sure. Things that I was on my, I was on my school paper. I was always right. on my school paper. So. I remember one of the, one of the, uh, I'll never forget this bit of advice. The first time I sat down with a, um, with an editor at the newspaper and I submitted one of my very first columns, uh, it had a lot of exclamation points in it. And Hell he yeah. said, <clears throat> yeah, because you I was were excited. Cause, Cause dude, this shit is exciting. Fucking 14. And I was writing about video games. Do you, you kidding know how, me? Do you know how exciting it is? It's so exciting that you scream the whole time. <laughs> That's right. Thereby making nothing exciting. He told me, he straight up told me, uh, he said, you have a, a finite number of exclamation points to use in your life. Mm-hmm. When you've used the last one, you die. I, dude, I That's had an editor tell me the same thing. Really? Oh, I, th- I thought that was something he made up. I said, I, it was like, uh, it was like exclamation points are like heartbeats. <laughs> It was like, it's like heartbeats. Uh, maybe that's a thing. Is that yeah. a thing? Is that I like think a, it's probably like a classic newspaper uh, man thing, but I, really I love I thought that. it was my guy coming up with this, this really cool gem of, of uh, that's really burst my bubble Yeah, my editor bit. told me this thing that he came up with. He said, a stitch in time <laughs> saves nine. <laughs> yeah. You know? One in the hand is worth two in the bush, he, he said. He said, and that was my editor and only my editor who said that. Uh, a wise man, my editor. Anyway, another thing, because that was the time period mm-hmm. at which I learned how to write, Another thing that is ingrained in me and I have not been able to shake is two spaces after a period. Ooh, Jeff Kanata. Are you still doing that? Still doing that. Okay. Still doing that. Okay. I, it's instinctive. It, it it happens automatically. I get to an end of a, of a sentence. I hit those two spaces on the space bar. And I like it because on, you know, on iOS type screens, it gives you an automatic period if you do that. It gives you an automatic period, but then only it, gives you a single space. it deletes one of those spaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was a very long holdout of that as well. I can't remember when I stopped doing it, but it was a few years ago. Um, because I'm also, I also, after 
years of being on school papers and writing and things like that, I was also an art and design student. Mm. So I wound up going into graphic design and learning a lot about typography and things like that. And so on a typographical level, it was, you know, when somebody explains to me, no, 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 the way fonts are built now, the way readability works now, aesthetically, you don't need those two spaces. That to me was like, oh, on a design level, it makes sense on a like editors beating this into my head for years since it right. does. It doesn't, but yeah. I'm going to let so it go. So have you completely converted back to single completely spaces? Completely converted. I don't use the double space. I have, I'm, I'm still clinging to it. This, I bring all of this up because we got an interesting article uh, sent to us by Tafofum. Tafofum? Tafofum? Our yeah. friend uh, on, on the Reddit, on the old subreddit, which is uh, wehaveconcerns.reddit.com. And this is an article in uh, Washington Post about this very thing, two spaces and single spaces. And there is still a big debate among let's be honest, pedants, people like me who get yeah. really- uh, Olds. Yeah, uh, about whether this is good or bad. And so some scientists got involved and decided to do an experiment to find out scientifically, objectively, what's better? What makes it clearer and easier to read? Okay. Having a single space or a double space after periods. Well, I would imagine no matter, here's here's what I'm going to think happens. No matter what, even if a, even if a font and a design and a document is set up perfectly for single space, two spaces is always going to add more clarity. Yeah. It's well, then just, why not it, do it? Because it's a question of whether you need that extra clarity, I suppose. Well, you bring up, uh, I think, the the biggest salient How point. How clear is clear enough? Right. Well, you bring up the what I think is the biggest salient point, which is fonts, mm-hmm. right? Because this came from an era where we didn't have a bunch of different typefaces. And... Uh, the fact that you added two spaces really made a big impact because every character was the same width. With monospaced fonts. Right. Yeah. So now that we're- in This the- comes from like printing plates. Correct. And like literal, the old school Gutenberg printing press where you like put type down in little metal blocks. Right. Onto, a, onto lines. Which by the way, whose job was that? Gutenberg. That like a- it was fucking Gutenberg's He's, job. He just did all of them forever. Yeah, for, just- until the day he died. <laughs> just- and then it was son of Gutenberg. <laughs> and then eventually the first Gutenberg to stop was Steve Gutenberg. Really? He, he said, just got I'm, into acting. He said, I'm leaving. I'm leaving and I'm going to Hollywood to find my fortune. Black and his father family. said, no, you're going to. He had a dream of becoming a, a police officer. You're leaving. You're leaving the family business behind. I'm telling you, the future is putting these little letters <laughs> into type. Movies are not going to catch on, Steve Gutenberg. But I, I dream Especially of- movies where you find where you find robots in love or where you find babies in love, where you Aww. find a police badge in love. <laughs> None of these things are going to work. But he had the last laugh that, that Steve Gutenberg. He did. He did. And you know what's sad is he died having never reconciled with his father. And and there was no obituary because nobody- No, because the there was nobody face. to set the type. Yeah. Sad. It's sad. a sad Gutenberg tale. Um, but no, and then eventually it turned into plates. Right. And, and then uh, and then it was like typewriters were monospaced yeah, and like all this stuff. I don't want to go too far on a tangent yeah. here, but it, it boggles my mind that there could even be a thing such as a daily newspaper all around the world when literally every word and every letter had to be physically placed with metal yeah. in a machine. Like that to me boggles my mind, the amount of work every fucking day. Yeah. You think along the way somebody would just go, not worth it. 
Yeah, you think all the way like somebody would like somebody would be setting it all up, and the editor would be like, "How's it coming, Stevie?" And Stevie would be like, "Well, I mean, I I'm doing as doing as fast as I can." And the editor's like, "Well, how far along are you?" He's like, "Like a quarter of the way." He's like, <laughs> "Editor's just like, man, fuck this, <laughs> fuck let's all do fuck something this. else, fuck this, because I just got to turn around and come back tomorrow morning. Let's make movies. Yeah, what do you want to do, Stevie? The future is moving <laughs> pictures." I don't know how we ever got to the future is just lying about the news on television. Yeah. Let's just hang out until somebody invents radio or television. <laughs> that editor was a real visionary yeah. about lying. About lying. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah so, it's, it is crazy to me that anything ever got done or made. So anyway, so back to our experiment. So these scientists got together. Uh, it's a very small scale experiment, but they got together 60 students. And the first thing they did was they asked the 60 students, how many of you use double spaces and how many of you use single spaces after period in a sentence? Oh, can I guess like 15% maybe at most used double spaces? Actually, a third of them were double spacers. Wow. 20, over, over a third, 21 of 60 were two that's, spacers. That's way more than I would have thought. And the way they, they didn't just ask them, they actually put them in front of computers and dictated a thing and had them type it. And they noticed that 21 of, of the 60 use double spacing. Huh. So that's I'm very surprised. I would think yeah. young people these days had just abandoned I would have thought like 10, 15% at most. Yeah. So then what they did is they <laughs> clamped these students' head in a harness so they couldn't move their head and they used something that called- That was not part of the experiment because <laughs> it's just a typing and reading experiment. <laughs> you don't need to do that. Yeah. You don't need to treat them like veal to do that, but they, they did. They uh, attached electrodes to their nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Scientists weird- hate children. <laughs> and that's something we know. We know. Uh, they hate children almost as much as they hate mice. Yeah. Uh, then they used a, a machine called an iLink 1000. Got to get that iLink 1000. Yeah, the iLink 900 was, was good. Yeah. It was good, but I'm telling you- it's worth the 1,000 is going to change your life. Oh, it's worth it. I mean, people it, think it's an incremental upgrade. <laughs> no, no, no. It has no bezel now. Mm-hmm. So nice. And it's, uh, it links more to your eye. Yep. That's <laughs> at least, at least a hundred more. Uh, so the iLink 1000 does, it does what? Eye it, tracking? Eye tracking, right? It, it can uh, do a very, very high fidelity, uh, eye tracking. And they read 20 paragraphs. These, these students read 20 paragraphs silently, but were tracking where their eyes were going. And the paragraphs were written in various styles, one space, two spaced, and then strange combinations like two spaces after commas but only one after period. So all kinds of weird typographical anomalies. And what they found was two spaces actually allowed for a smoother reading experience. Okay. So interestingly, if you're looking for speed for reading, there was only a difference in the 21 people that already used double spaces. They actually read faster using double spaces. Everybody else read about the same with double spaces and without double spaces. Okay. So if you're already into double spaces, I guess you get a benefit from the double spaces, which is kind of cool. Because it's just the way, it's just the way your brain is used to seeing things yeah. because that's how you write. There's no slowdown. They, they so, were able to- So, I mean, what is the, what is the benefit then? Any? So, well, the benefit isn't, isn't speed, it's smoothness. So they, there were fewer milliseconds of the eye on the period on the end of the sentence. Okay. So the actual speed of reading the entire paragraph didn't increase, but the delay of acknowledging that a new sentence is starting was reduced. Okay. I mean, that seems super negligible. I mean, also like the other thing I want to say is you've got 20 paragraphs. Each paragraph is written in a bunch of different styles. I got questions about 
the interestingness of each paragraph. Sure. People's attention spans over 20 paragraphs. Well, you would hope that because it's 20 paragraphs, it is enough variation there mm-hmm. that it sort of uh, equals out over time. Sure. But then you've also got like uh, sort of does your brain get kind of like tired out or more confused as these things are randomly changing over paragraphs? Right. So what happens when you get to the last few? I don't know if we're, if we're like splitting hairs down to the fact that it's not, it's not speed or comprehension, but smoothness, then I think we should also split hairs over like, what are the, what are the tiniest variations within this tiniest variation? You're not wrong. And in fact, some of the people that defend single space uh, pounced on this and were saying that a, the benefits are very minor mm-hmm. and B, uh, if any, I would say, because what does smoothness do? Right. It, a, you're right. It did not result in any more comprehension of, of the, of the text. Comprehension and speed. and speed are really like the only two things that we think would matter. Right? Eye fatigue. I guess eye fatigue. Sure. You don't want eye fatigue. <laughs> no. God, no. No. Uh, especially when you're using the iLink 1000. Ugh. Because, yeah, I mean, just the added pressure of knowing the iLink 1000 is tracking you <laughs> yeah. leads you to want to be more controlled in your eye motions anyway. <laughs> uh, so this guy, this guy who is very, uh, very much defending the single spacing, moving to single spacing, very militant about single spacing. This is just pedantry all the way down. It really is pedantry. God. But I, it, I find it fascinating. And, and the entire reason I wanted, wanted to bring this up, I'm a pedant, right? I yeah. am uh, a guy who sticks to meanings of things that have traditional meaning. You know, I want to, if celibacy means not married, it doesn't mean not having sex, right? Chaste means that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I pronunciations of things that are traditional. Sure. And I understand that we're in a living language sure. that, that evolves and that's the beauty of English, but like I how, get into these arguments all the time. Yeah. With I mean, are you like, you would have to be some sort of a va- Das Vampire or Highlander or something <laughs> to, to like not understand that celibacy means what it means now. Cause that's like, literally more than your lifetime that celibacy has has meant what it means. Sure. But I think there's, where did you even pick up the original meaning to be, to be so like, I studied Shakespeare. I know, but like to be so uh, precious about it when your entire life, I would honestly think that because you were, you were literally born in the time when celibacy has meant no sex. Right. That when you found that when you started studying Shakespeare, you would have been like, oh, interesting. It used to mean this. But right. no, you latched on to the original one. Well, because that's a weird fucking thing, Jeff. Because I value precision, right? I'm not always precise. I'm not uh-huh. perfect, but I I intend to be as often as I possibly can. I I value it. Right. And I recognize it in other people when someone uses the word they intend to use and they understand the meaning that it has. Yeah. Like, oh man, there's like a million examples. Um, Why am I not thinking of any right now? Um, Oh God. Oh, one, I just got into a huge argument about, I probably even shouldn't even bring this up, but I got into this big argument recently about, I learned, because I've been saying game mechanics, game mechanics, game mechanics when talking about video games. Yeah. My whole life. And I learned that it's more precise to say game mechanisms mechanism is really what you're intending to say. Now, everybody mm-hmm. uses me- mechanic and everybody understands what you mean when you say mechanic. You, they don't think you're sure. talking about a guy with a wrench, right? But the more precise 
word to use is mechanism. Sure. Okay. Because a mechanic builds a mechanism. Exactly. That's and, less that's less about a video game thing and more about the actual meaning of mechanics versus mechanism. Exactly. Sure. But the counter argument that I always get is if I'm communicating with you, the goal is to be understood. Yeah. And if we've succeeded at that goal, if there's no doubt as to what I intended to mean, then it doesn't matter. And I say, well, you are not only communicating with me the meaning of your sentence, you're communicating to me subtext of your level of precision and understanding. Sure. But also if, if the term that was created is game mechanics, if that was the term that was created to be used as like this specific technical term within the discussion of video games, then it's not incorrect. It's just, it's just become a technical term. Agreed. That was created for video games. My argument isn't that it is incorrect. Mm -hmm. It is that it is more precise. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's more precise. It's more precise. And here's where we can go back and forth again. It's more precise in terms of being proper usage of the base English language and what those words mean in base English. But if the term was actually created for video games in the game industry in a specific way, right? then actually it's not more correct in that context. Now, if you were to say, uh, I'm looking at what's going on in these, uh, in the mechanics of this cotton gin. Right. Right. <laughs> no, it's mechanisms because we're talking about a physical machine sure. and the mechanisms of that physical machine. When you're talking about the philosophical video game design mechanics, right. Well, game mechanics is the term that was created to use that throughout the industry. So that's actually the correct term. Right. But I, I'm saying that, I and I understand I ap- what you're saying. I appreciate when someone communicates yeah. to to me that they take the care to pay attention to those things. They take the care to say it in a way that is mostly regarded as wrong and pretentious, just so other people like you right. pick up on the signal. Exactly. Cool. Yeah, and right. I, I totally and, understand and Jeff, that it's pretentious. And Jeff, good for you. Good for you if it makes you feel good. <laughs> I want you to feel good, Jeff, because right. I'm your friend. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, I don't. You fucking. I don't feel like that's <laughs> <laughs> honest. Uh, no, but but uh, there's got to be something like that for you, right? Nothing, nothing like that where you're a little pedantic about something because it means something to you, or you're just like, go with the flow, baby. You don't care. Uh, I'm sure there is. I mean, you know that if I have my if I had my druthers, I say GIF and not GIF, and right. that pisses people off. Right. But but. I'll say it either way mm-hmm. and I'm, and I won't argue about it. Right. Um, but well, I've stopped correcting people. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Cause well, that, that well, only good. leads in misery. Good. Ends in misery. But, uh, I also, uh, I, I know I value it when I listen to NPR and I hear somebody, you know, pronounce the word the, the right of way. Of course. I love it. Yeah. And I, um, I think, and I think this study is kind of that for, for, the idea of reading and the, and the visual, uh, like yeah. the visual design of how we read, it's, it's kind of like, well, if it's smoother and smoothness is not something that can really be qualified or quantified as having a benefit, I don't know. Is it better to be like more aesthetically pleasing then is and, it to, more- and to use, and to use less space up? Yeah. You know? Not that we, not that we worry about physical column inches anymore. Right. You know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. I think what's more, I think what's more important about this is the sort of idea of, um, 
I think in general written communication, there shouldn't be much argument or weight placed on one versus two spaces. I think it's more for like people who worry about uh, the MLA or AP or whatever kind of mechanics of style, the Chicago Manual of Style, whatever they use, they have to kind of decide and everybody in the industry has to sort of follow that. Yeah. So I don't know, like if you're if you're on a newspaper and like everybody decides to put two back, I guess that's fine. But I don't know, like what is the what is the conclusion here? What did people take away from it? I mean, the people are still entrenched in their positions, right? So it it gives you slight scientific basis to say, hey, two actually has the tiniest bit of benefit. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I, I don't. I've been actually trying to stop the two in myself because I understand it's changed and I don't want to, I don't want somebody to look at what I write and have that, that tacit communication be I'm stuck in the past. So I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. I don't know. I'm going to stick with one. Cause I do think like when you look at a page as a whole, it looks more pleasing that way to have fewer of those big gaps. Yeah. It just looks more like a flow. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do y'all think? Are you a one spacer or a two spacer? It, it's all text messages now. Anyway, it doesn't even fuck. It's all just emoji. Yeah. Do you even use capitalization or do punctuation you use spaces anymore? at all? Do you, what do you even do, man? <laughs> I just use an emoji and bitmoji. I don't even yeah. speak to people. Yeah. Uh, let us know on Twitter. I'm Eddie Carboni. I'm at Jeff Canada. And you can hashtag that concern manual of style. I think they should hashtag it just a series of spaces. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you fucking after a- dare any of you. Because that doesn't work. 